The following is a presentation of Tomorrow's World. In May 2011, many religious people celebrated the 400th anniversary of the King James Version of the Bible. This book has stood the test of time. The Bible consists of 66 books in two major sections, the Old Testament and the New Testament. The original language of the Old Testament was primarily Hebrew. The original New Testament was written in the Greek language. The Bible, or parts of the Bible, have been translated into more than 2,000 languages. Mass distribution began with the invention of printing. One of the most famous Bibles is the Gutenberg Bible, printed with movable type in 1452. Hundreds of millions of Bibles have been distributed over the centuries. And today, the 66 books of the Bible remain one of the world's best sellers. It is a complete book from Genesis to Revelation. As Time Magazine reported, quote, the KJB, or King James Bible, remains a sacred and secular icon. President Obama was sworn into office on Abraham Lincoln's personal copy. As for its continuing importance among English royals, the commemorative Prince William and Kate Middleton Royal Wedding Bible is also natch, or naturally, a King James, end of quote. In recent years, atheists and agnostics have increased their attack on God and the Bible. Millions of people have accepted these attacks without ever looking into it for themselves. Is this book just a compilation of nomadic stories and myths? Or is this book the revelation of a creator God who loves you and all human beings on earth? Is there a message in this book from outer space that reveals the future of all nations and your ultimate purpose and destiny? Can you trust the Bible? Can you trust the Bible to guide your life and the life of your family? Can you prove that the Bible was inspired by God? Yes, you can. Stay tuned. Warm greetings to all our friends around the world. The Holy Bible has stood the test of time. Critics have tried to find major errors in its content in prophecies, and they have been proven wrong. Archaeology, for example, has demonstrated the veracity of its historical content. We'll see some examples on today's program. The Bible has consistently been one of the world's best-selling books. Billions of professing Christians over the centuries revere the Bible as divinely inspired. They believe the Bible reveals the way to eternal life through Jesus Christ, and that the Bible instructs us in the way to live peacefully and abundantly. Millions of Jews revere the Old Testament and its three major sections, the Law, the Prophets, and the Writings, or the Torah, the Nevi'im, and the Ketuvim, also referred to as the Tanakh. On Tomorrow's World programs, we've shared with you startling Bible prophecies, 
such as Daniel's interpretation of Nebuchadnezzar's dream, the end-time prophecies of Jesus, and the mysteries of Revelation, including the woman riding the beast, the four horsemen of the apocalypse, and the battle of Armageddon. Dozens, if not hundreds, of websites describe the unity of the Bible as one book, written by more than 40 authors in three languages, including 66 books or letters, over a period of 1,500 years. The Bible itself claims divine inspiration. If God did indeed inspire this book for our benefit, as His revelation to all human beings and to all nations on earth, then we need to pay attention to its teachings. Can you really trust the Bible as God's revelation to you? Can you prove the Bible is divinely inspired? Can you prove its historic and prophetic accuracy? On today's program, we'll answer those questions, and we'll be offering you an inspiring free booklet that will help you prove the authority of the Bible, the Bible fact or fiction. Be sure to write down the phone number on your screen. You can also order this booklet on our website at tomorrowsworld.org. Through the centuries, skeptics, critics, and secularists have attacked the veracity of the Bible, yet it remains vital to the life and faith of many. A Gallup poll reported, quote, Three in ten Americans interpret the Bible literally, saying it is the actual word of God. That is similar to what Gallup has measured over the last two decades, but down from the 1970s and 1980s. A 49% plurality of Americans say the Bible is the inspired word of God, but that it should not be taken literally. Consistently, the most common view in Gallup's nearly 40-year history of this question Another 17% consider the Bible an ancient book of stories recorded by man. End of quote. My friends, you probably own one or more Bibles. When was the last time you read from your own Bible? The Bible itself challenges us to test all things, to prove what is true. If you have your Bible, turn to 1 Thessalonians 5 and verse 21. Test all things. Hold fast what is good or as the authorized King James Version states it, prove all things. Is there proof that the Bible is historically accurate? Yes, there is. Let's briefly discuss three examples. One, the critics stated that the Bible's reference to an Assyrian empire were untrue. Two, the critics questioned whether ancient Israel even existed. Three, the critics stated that ancient King David was a legend invented by scribes around 500 B.C., shortly after the Babylonian captivity. Let's see if the critics were right. Were the Bible's references to Assyria and Nineveh invented by ancient writers? Back in the 18th century, critics even questioned the existence of the Assyrian Empire and the existence of the ancient city-state of Nineveh mentioned in the Bible. This book, The Luck of Nineveh, is a fascinating account of the British archaeologist Austin Henry Layard. The author, Arnold C. Brackman, writes in his foreword, In 1817, when Austin Henry Layard was born, there was no tangible proof that Nineveh, the seat of the Assyrian Empire, which reputedly had endured longer than any empire before or since, ever existed. For that matter, there was no evidence that there ever was an Assyrian Empire. End of quote. The critics, of course, ridiculed the Bible, which referred to both Nineveh and the Assyrian Empire. 
Brackman continues here on page 12. In the Old and New Testaments, Nineveh is mentioned 20 times. And in the Old Testament, there are 132 references to Assyria. An increasing number of skeptics, however, their religious faith diluted by the spectacular scientific breakthroughs accompanying the first stirrings of the Industrial Revolution, sneered at tales about Nineveh and treated it as a legend that belonged to an age of fables. For them, there had never been a Nineveh any more than there had ever been a Troy. The archaeologist Austin Henry Layard eventually discovered Nineveh, and the artifacts in the British Museum in London, the Louvre in Paris, the Oriental Institute Museum in Chicago, and other locales give overwhelming evidence to the historical accuracy of this ancient empire described in your Bible. The critics were proved wrong. The Bible was and is accurate in its references to Nineveh and Assyria. The second criticism we mentioned was that ancient Israel did not even exist. Archaeology has confirmed it in its ancient history. The Israel Stela, a stone slab discovered in 1896 at Thebes in Egypt, is the oldest evidence of ancient Israel outside of the Bible. The stone monument records the military triumph of Pharaoh Meremta of the 13th century B.C. It states, Israel is devastated, having no seed. Syria is widowed because of Egypt. Again, the critics have been proved wrong. A third allegation by critics was that ancient King David was a legend invented around 500 B.C. by Hebrew scribes. U.S. News & World Report magazine featured a cover article entitled, Is the Bible True? Extraordinary Insights from Archaeology and History. A team of archaeologists were digging in the ancient ruins of the city of Dan in Upper Galilee. Avraham Beran led the team. They discovered a basalt stone monument from the 9th century B.C. The stela, or monument, commemorated, quote, a military victory of the king of Damascus over two ancient enemies. One foe the fragment identified as the king of Israel. The other was the house of David. Now, why should this be so significant? Note the next sentence, quote, The reference to David was a historical bombshell. For those who have already proved to themselves the accuracy and the veracity of the Bible, this was not a bombshell, but just additional evidence to what they had already proved. Continuing with the article, quote, Never before had the familiar name of Judah's ancient warrior king, a central figure of the Hebrew Bible, and according to Christian scripture, an ancestor of Jesus, been found in the records of antiquity outside the pages of the Bible. Skeptics had long seized upon that fact to argue that David was a mere legend, invented by Hebrew scribes during or shortly after Israel's Babylonian exile, roughly 500 years before the birth of Christ. Now, at last, there was material evidence, an inscription written not by Hebrew scribes, but by an enemy of the Israelites a little more than a century after David's presumptive lifetime, end of quote. Again, the critics have been proved wrong. The Bible is historically accurate. Most reputable Bible dictionaries catalog many more archaeological discoveries that confirm the historical accuracy of the Bible. But are there other proofs to support the claim of divine inspiration? We'll discuss another major proof of the Bible in the next part of our program. 
But first, I'd like to offer you this inspiring free booklet titled, The Bible, Fact or Fiction. This booklet presents impressive evidence that the Bible is indeed fact and not fiction. Here are some of the chapter headings. Prophecy, the Bible's unique dimension. Did God inspire the Bible? Has the Bible been preserved accurately? And real answers to life's big questions. This free booklet also features a centerfold chart depicting the symmetry of Scripture and its seven subdivisions. My friends, you and your family need this inspiring free booklet, The Bible, Fact or Fiction. So pick up the telephone right now and request your free copy. Just ask for the booklet on the Bible. You can also order this free booklet on our website at tomorrowsworld.org. To receive this program's offer absolutely free, or if you would like more information, visit our website online at tomorrowsworld.org. Once again, that's tomorrowsworld.org. Or you can write us at the address shown. With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. Tomorrow's World magazine keeps you up to date with world trends, Bible prophecy, and the very meaning of life itself. Tomorrow's World. Call now. In the first part of our program, we saw that archaeology has demonstrated the historical accuracy of the Bible. Biased critics have been proved wrong time and again. So is God able to ensure that the scriptures, as originally inspired, would be faithfully preserved and transmitted to us in the 21st century? Again, let's look at the claim of the Bible, and in this case, the statement of Jesus of Nazareth. Matthew 5 and verse 18. For assuredly I say to you, Till heaven and earth pass away, one jot or one tittle will by no means pass from the law till all is fulfilled. The jot or yud, Jesus referred to, is the smallest letter in the Hebrew alphabet, and the tittle is a tiny mark or projection associated with Hebrew letters. Christ was clearly stating that not only would the words of the Old Testament be faithfully preserved, but the letters as well. The Bible itself promises that its words, the words of God and the revelation of God, will be faithfully preserved. If you have your Bible, turn to Luke 21 and verse 33. Jesus stated, Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will by no means pass away. Is there evidence that the scriptures have been preserved faithfully? Let's look at the book of Isaiah as an example of the Bible's preservation. In 1947, as part of the Dead Sea Scrolls, two copies of the book of Isaiah were discovered in Qumran Cave No. 1. These were dated to a thousand years earlier than any existing manuscripts of Isaiah. Had the words of Isaiah been preserved faithfully? Here is what one textbook reports. Quote, They proved to be word-for-word word identical with our standard Hebrew Bible in more than 95% of the text. The 5% of variation consisted chiefly of obvious slips of the pen and variations in spelling. 
These variations do not affect the message of revelation in the slightest, end of quote. Of course, the Qumran sect that preserved the Dead Sea Scrolls was not even recognized by the Jewish community to officially approve such texts, which makes the coherence of such textual accuracy even more remarkable. According to the Apostle Paul, God gave the Jewish community the responsibility of preserving the Old Testament scriptures. Speaking of the Jews, Paul writes in Romans 3, verse 2, To them were committed the oracles of God. Or as the NIV translates it, they have been entrusted with the very words of God. Do errors creep into the translations? Yes, some errors, such as the late edition of 1 John 5-7, are easily identified in the Latin or English translations. But with so many manuscripts to cross-check possible problems, we can have absolute confidence in the claims of the Bible. Yes, the Bible itself claims that all Scripture is inspired by God, as it states in 2 Timothy 3.16. To teach that part of the Bible is not inspired by God rejects the Bible itself. In his 1976 book, The Battle for the Bible, Dr. Harold Linzel emphasizes that point. He writes, quote, Inspiration may be defined as the inward work of the Holy Spirit in the hearts and minds of chosen men who then wrote the scriptures so that God got written what he wanted. The Bible in all of its parts constitutes the written word of God to man. This word is free from all error in its original autographs. It is wholly trustworthy in matters of history and doctrine. End of quote. Dr. Linzel is exactly correct on that point. If the Bible is God-breathed, as it states in 1 Timothy 3.16 in the NIV translation, then surely God is able to preserve his word for human beings. And that's what the Apostle Paul wrote in 1 Peter 1, verse 25. The word of the Lord endures forever. Now, let's examine another specific prophecy in the Bible. As we pointed out in previous programs, the prophecies of Daniel 2 and Daniel 7 harmonize with Revelation 13 and Revelation 17. Bible prophecy refers to the final world-ruling empire just before the return of Jesus Christ as symbolic beast with ten horns. The Apostle John sees in vision a woman dressed like a harlot riding the beast. She is called Mystery Babylon the Great, the mother of harlots and of the abominations of the earth. God reveals the meaning of this vision in Revelation 17.11. And the beast that was and is not is himself also the eighth, and is of the seven, and is going to perdition. The ten horns which you saw are ten kings, who have received no kingdom as yet, but they receive authority for one hour as kings with the beast. These are of one mind, and they will give their power and authority to the beast. These will make war with the lamb, and the lamb will overcome them, for he is lord of lords and king of kings. And those who are with him are called, chosen, and faithful. History and the book of Revelation reveal that there remains another revival of the last empire in Daniel's prophecy. The Roman Empire has experienced six revivals, and we've documented that in previous programs and in our publications. The final revival will unify ten kings or kingdoms that will ultimately fight against the returning King of Kings, the Messiah, Jesus Christ.
Bible prophecy and history revealed that the territory once occupied by the Roman Empire would once again fall under her control. More than 50 years ago, when it looked as if the Iron Curtain would solidify the Soviet Union's control for ages to come, one of God's ministers, Herbert W. Armstrong, wrote that Russia, quote, will be forced to relinquish her control over Hungary, Czechoslovakia, and parts of Austria, end of quote. In 1956, after Russia's invasion of Hungary, Mr. Armstrong wrote, quote, The way is being prepared for a colossal third force in world politics, a European Federation of Nations, more powerful than either Russia or the United States. We have shown years in advance what would happen to Russia's ill-fated empire in Eastern Europe, end of quote. Yes, God's minister was able to show from Bible prophecy more than 30 years in advance what would ultimately happen in Eastern Europe. My friends, about 25% of your Bible is prophecy. God has all power in the universe, and he will bring to pass the end-time prophecies revealed in your Bible. Isaiah 46, verse 9. Remember the former things of old, for I am God and there is no other. I am God and there is none like me declaring the end from the beginning and from ancient times things that are not yet done, saying, My counsel shall stand, and I will do all my pleasure. My friends, you can trust your Bible. There are many more proofs for the inspiration and authority of the Bible. Our inspiring free booklet, The Bible Fact or Fiction, will give you the historic, archaeological, and spiritual proof you need and it will give you more exciting examples of fulfilled prophecy. The author, Dr. Douglas Winnale, writes, quote, The Bible contains more than 1,500 prophecies that foretell in remarkable detail the future of prominent cities, kings, and kingdoms. Fulfilled prophecies about the ancient Phoenician city of Tyre stand as a sobering testimony to the power and accuracy of Bible prophecy, end of quote. This informative free booklet will help you in your study of the Bible, and give you evidence to prove the Bible, its inspiration, and its accuracy. My friends, you and your family need this inspiring free booklet, The Bible, Fact or Fiction. So pick up the telephone right now and request your free copy. Just ask for the booklet on the Bible. You can also order this free booklet on our website at tomorrowsworld.org. To receive this program's offer absolutely free, or if you would like more information, visit our website online at tomorrowsworld.org. Once again, that's tomorrowsworld.org. Or you can write us at the address shown. With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. Tomorrow's World magazine keeps you up to date with world trends, Bible prophecy, and the very meaning of life itself. Tomorrow's World. Call now. On today's program, we've seen several proofs that the Bible is true. But there's another way you can test the Bible, and that is by practicing its principles and precepts. 
If you have your Bible, turn to Matthew, the fourth chapter. Jesus said in Matthew 4 and verse 4, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Jesus quoted this statement from the Old Testament in Deuteronomy, the eighth chapter. God was allowing the ancient Israelites on their exodus from Egypt to learn a deeper spiritual lesson. Moses spoke to the Israelites in Deuteronomy 8 and verse 3. So he humbled you, allowed you to hunger, and fed you with manna which you did not know, nor did your fathers know, that he might make you know that man shall not live by bread alone, but man lives by every word that proceeds from the mouth of the Lord. Once you begin to practice the principles of the Bible, you'll begin to have understanding you never had before. As it tells us in Psalm 111.10, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. A good understanding have all those who do His commandments. My friends, genuine Christianity is not just a one-day-a-week religion. It is a way of life. Early Christianity was referred to in the book of Acts as the way. As you read through the book of Acts, you will find several references to the way. Acts 24.14, for example. My friends, that way of life includes daily prayer. I've had thousands of prayers answered based on the Bible's wonderful promises. Answered prayer based on the Bible proves both God's existence and the inspiration of the Bible. Again, Jesus said, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Not everyone is willing to apply this proof, but it is one that will result in joy and fulfillment to the degree that one follows Christ's instructions and the inspired principles of the Bible. We all need to live by the word of God, the Bible. On the night before his crucifixion, Jesus prayed to his Father in heaven. In his prayer for his disciples, he emphasized the source of truth. John 17:17. 17, 17. Sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth. My friends, can you trust the Bible? Yes, you can. It is your life, and it is your future. The Bible is God's instruction book to all humanity, and it gives us hope for the future. Be sure to request our inspiring free booklet, The Bible Fact or Fiction. It will give you the evidence you need to prove the Bible and its inspiration. And may God bless you as you seek its instruction, revelation, and truth. Be sure to join us every week on Tomorrow's World. Roderick Meredith and I will continue to share with you the teachings of Jesus Christ and the exciting end-time prophecies and their meaning. We invite you to join our colleagues, Wallace Smith and Rod King, who will also share with you the awesome truths of the Bible, the deeper meaning of life, and the prophecies of tomorrow's world. Be sure to join us again next week right here at the same time. To receive this program's offer absolutely free, or if you would like more information, visit our website online at tomorrowsworld.org. Once again, that's tomorrowsworld.org. Or you can write us at the address shown.
To view today's program, order the free literature offered, or for more information on today's vital subject, visit us online at www.tomorrowsworld.org. The preceding program is produced by the Living Church of God.